Hey ladies, I'm LaKendra. And I'm LaMisha. And we are Them Dope Wives. With 30 years of collective experience, we're here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really like. The ups, the downs, the ins, the outs. What about the for better, for worse, in sickness and in health? You know, doing your part till death do you part? Oh, yes, of course, that too. And real talk, we might even spill a little tea and tell somebody's business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Well friends, welcome to another episode of Them Dope Wives. I'm your homegirl Kendra in the house with my homegirl, my co-host, the one, the only, Namisha. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, friend? Hey, what's up, girl? How you be? How you been? <laughs> I am good. I am good. I am just loving and enjoying the way the springtime is showing itself. Yes, it's lovely. If you in Texas, you enjoying it. You are enjoying it. We have had lots of sun, no clouds in the sky, mm. breezy, 80 degrees, Baby, it's some perfect weather out here these days. I just do not look forward to summer. <laughs> I don't. I'm hoping that summer feels like LA because right now mm, it's, it's a little like bit. It. Yeah, it's a little it's bit LA ish. Yes, it's definitely LA ish. I'm like, this is the weather you need. This is the weather you need to be having. This this yeah. is the weather you want to have. Yeah, I just wish it would stay longer, but we all know this is Texas. It is Texas. And you can't get comfortable. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely am not looking forward to the summer, but um, I'm going to just take this. We're just going to enjoy every day of it, every day of it. We And what's crazy is we're only a few, like, days really into spring, because spring just started March 20th. Right, right. It just started, and it's 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 doing what it's doing. It's springing, springing, spring done sprung. Springing. Yes. Hey, yes. spring. I'm, I'm loving it. it. I'm about to get had had our lawn guy come out the other day. Finally, got our lawn done for the first time this season, and I realized I need to get out at these weeds real quick. I got to get out and and do that. So yeah, it's time to spruce up the lawn. If you haven't yep. done so, it's time to get out there, spruce mm-hmm. up the lawn, plant those flowers, or mm-hmm. dig up them weeds or whatever mm-hmm. it is. All of yeah. that. Spring. So you're not it done sprung. I'm excited. I'm excited about today because I feel like um starting this new series is so necessary. It's so necessary. Um, because it's springtime and we want to just dig all the way in to all the new things that are happening in spring. Um, yeah, I think it's really, um, necessary for us to talk about all these things, but I'm so excited for us talking today about Mm -hmm. self-care. I'm so excited about it because it's been all, it's been all, all, uh, winter long and some of us, you know, our feet are looking a little, 
you know, and some of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What does that mean? We all been looking a little, <clears throat> you know, is it thick around the middle? <clears throat> is it? It's, I don't know. Is you the know, melanin some, looking ashy and faded? Mm, we had the sun looking like, you know, they needing a little moisturization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little moisturization. You know, mm-hmm. melanin, you know, getting out in the sun and and getting a little bit more melanated, that good vitamin D, it does something for you. You know, yes. it feeds you, it feeds not just your, your skin and, you know, getting that good natural vitamin D, but it also like feeds your soul. Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah. So I think it's time for us to definitely dig on in to getting into this self-care because I tell you I could use some I mean my feet ain't busted but I could still use some yeah so let's jump into it Misha let's talk about it um man I'm excited you want to you want to kick us off with self-care help our people understand what self-care is and how we can get all into it so let's talk let's talk about self-care so um like Kendra was saying you know it's time for us to focus on ourselves we've been bogged down with COVID. We've been bogged down with working from home or going into the office or what is it going to look like? Or do she have a mask on or do I wear a mask? Mm -hmm. The whole thing, because everybody is outside now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we need to kind of, okay, now that everybody outside, we need to turn and look inward. Right. Mm -hmm. And so first you got to decide what does self-care mean? And have you had a self-care routine during all of this time? Mm -hmm. Have you been so busy with other things that you've let some things go? Right. Mm -hmm. So self-care is literally defined as the process of taking care of oneself Mm -hmm. with behaviors Mm -hmm. that promote health and active management of illness when it occurs, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think it is, important to define that because some people are like okay well what is self, like self-care does that mean I take myself shopping does that mean I do this you know we all have our own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitions of self what we feel like self-care is but it really is saying what behaviors promote me to be healthy spiritually yeah. mentally physically emotionally yeah. what behaviors make me feel or, or or move me to be healthy so that if illness or something like that occurs Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm ready for it. Nothing yeah. takes me all the way out or exactly. all the way down. Right. Yeah. I think it's also important for us to really just, you know, understand that sometimes it's not what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times people think that that self-care is really just about being selfish when, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's being selfish is not always caring well after yourself. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I got some self-care because I sat on the couch. I ate 50 lemon honey bonbons and it was delicious. And I mm. took care of myself. Uh, well, did you really take care of yourself? I mean, what did you what what happened in that when you ate that, when you indulged in that? You might have hit some endorphins because, you know, when your taste buds are tickled, you know, you start feeling good, which makes sense. But, you know, are you are you, are you making your body unhealthy? Are you feeling, you know? a little mm-hmm. bogged down, a little, you know, beat down, all of that after you've eaten and indulged in those things. So I think I like that the definition is really about promoting health um, yeah. and management of illness. Because I I imagine it's a whole lot of people that's been on my 600-pound life that feel like every time they have a snack, they are taking care of themselves. Listen, everybody on my 600-pound life felt like 
that second bag of cheeseburgers. <laughs> they felt like this is gonna make me happy. It's gonna make me feel good, and I need to feel good. Right. So, um, this yeah. is taking care of me until it was too late. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think like, okay, self care means that I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take take a bubble bath, or yeah. you know, they think going out facials and massages, and mm. you know, all those kind of things, and those can be. Included be. in self-care, but we have to talk about the motivation behind, you know, yeah. excessive shopping and, yep. you know, things like that. I mean, yep. what do you define as self-care? Like when you think of self-care, what do you, what do you actually think about? Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think of things that, that are, that are beneficial to my being, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, things that need tending after, after, like, for example, you know, you think about, how do I care for my house? Right. Mm-hmm. If my house is a mess, um, I need to clean my house. Right. And then I'm caring well after my house. If my car is disgusting and I go and I get it detailed, I'm taking care of my car. I feel mm-hmm. like it's the same thing with taking care of myself. Like if I'm in mental shambles and I need rest, taking a nap is taking care of myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, I if my body is stressed and I'm just so out of sorts, going to get a massage and having a spa day is taking care of myself. But if, you know, if I'm at the spa every day, I don't know that I'm necessarily getting self-care more than I'm just doing a selfish act to just make myself feel good. Mm, So I think that that's, I think that's the, that's kind of the juxtaposition that I'm, that I'm trying to draw is, you know, anything done excessively um, Mm. can deviate from self-care and become just an act of selfishness. Yes, yes, I hundred percent agree. I hundred percent agree with that. With that, again, like I brought up shopping, like excessive shopping, like every time something bad happens, or every time something good happens, or every time you need to make a big decision, if you on Amazon or <laughs> or heading into a TJ Maxx or a Nordstrom's. Mm. That is not the definition of self-care. Right. That is a, maybe a little bit of anxiety about the things that are going on and you yeah. channel it into shopping. Yeah. You know, which of course could put you put put you in a, a worse situation. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. I think really like you have to get down to the root of why, why we need self-care. So Misha, right. whenever you're thinking about self-care, what are what are you thinking like the real goal of self-care is outside of, you know, I just want to do something nice for myself. What do you feel like the ultimate goals of self-care are whenever you're trying to engage in it and not like, you know, eat 50 lemon honey bonbons? Ooh, 50 lemon honey bonbons sounds amazing. But <laughs> 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 I mean, when I think about self-care, like, you know, when I can clear all of the smoke and decide what do I really need? I really need to recenter mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I guess get in a mental headspace where I can have peace mm-hmm. and clarity um, about, you know, different aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I, it, it's about that. It's about like, what do I ha- where can I have peace and clarity about the things that are going on in my life, the decisions that I have to make mm-hmm. so that I can be a hundred percent into it, a hundred percent vested, you know, mm-hmm. whether it is, okay, I want to, you know, make some healthier choices with my diet. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can't do that if if I don't have peace about that thing. Like if I can't, yeah. you know, have clarity on what I need to do to make decisions so that I can, you know, make healthier choices. You know, if I'm still, yeah. you know, using food to fix, mm-hmm. you know, a issue in my marriage or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, I need I need some self-care to figure out why I'm doing it and mm-hmm. what you know, what do I need to do to get that thing back aligned so I can make healthier decisions and then go after and tackle the issues in my marriage. I like that you said getting clarity because the thing here, especially for me, I feel like whenever I'm in a state of just confusion is when I know that I need some self-care. Like where I just don't know which end is up. I don't know what to do. I'm struggling with decision-making, all of this kind of thing. I feel like is a good time to just sort of mentally get it together. Um, And you mentioned before, like bubble baths and facials and massages and all of these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not going to say you can ever bathe too much. If bubble baths is how you get clean, do your thing. But, (laughs) you know, but if you're, you know, if you're taking that time, like some will, um, I sent out a, a care package to a grieving mom Um, and in that I included like some, um, some, some sparkling wine, um, some, uh, rose petals for the bathtub, uh, scented candle, uh, stuff like that. And, and, and my hope for her is that she would, you know, run the bubble bath, put the petals out, light the candle, have a glass and, Mm -hmm you know either you know get in the get in the tub and cry your face out until you can't cry no more mm-hmm. and sip your wine and cry some more and then maybe if she feels like it journal a little bit and and get some of those thoughts out of your head mm-hmm. and onto mm-hmm. the paper you know that to me is self care um actually sounds pretty great i might do that for myself <laughs> <laughs> right 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 so i i just think that you know for me it's 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 like getting the clarity because especially like when you're a grieving mom you're in a situation where your heart is broken your your mental state is so fragile that it's important to gather your thoughts and yeah. that's where journaling can come in and help is figuring out what am i thinking why am I thinking this and how do I organize this thinking? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so for you, so I think too, when it comes to self-care, um, the goals of it, mm-hmm. like you said, are to get you talking like getting things out, right. Mm-hmm. Really like getting things out on paper or getting things out of your system mm-hmm. or, you know, really uh, focusing on your emotions and mm-hmm. what's going on and making mm-hmm. sure that there's some clarity in that. Mm-hmm. Um, bubble bath, like de-stressing, mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you gotta, every day, you know, if you develop, you know, hey, every day I gotta get a, I gotta get in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and just let the day go. Right. And de-stress. Yeah. You know, well, just to kind of digress for a second, if you feel like every day you have to get in the bathtub to de-stress and get whatever happened in that day off you mm-hmm. let's talk about what's going on in the day that, that really part. is plaguing you in that such part. a way right so again self when we talk about self-care it is all yeah. encompassing like is whatever you're doing during the day all day stressing you that much to where you have to completely tune out and and mm-hmm. get in a bubble bath for 
two hours to get it off you? Like, what kind of, who did it? Who put you? You in know that what? Space? I think okay. So <laughs> let's let's put this in a box a little bit. Let's contain this before it gets too wild. Because the thing is this: like, depending on your life, like if you've got a, a a wild and zany family, you got kids who are demanding, they need you, and you are a stay at home mom, and you are at your wits end. And at the night, it's your own little piece of solace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, time to just like, listen, I don't need nobody needing me. I need peace and quiet. I need to be chilling in the tub to the smooth tunes of some Kenny G or something like this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk Whalum, uh, whomever with my glass of Chardonnay. Like, this is how I keep sanity. Then I am with you. But if you go into a job every day mm-hmm. and... Right. These folks are, are like, for real, I don't, I don't need this. I mean, like I need the paycheck, but I don't need all these, this added baggage for this paycheck. Then maybe it's time to reevaluate to your point, Misha. Like maybe it's time to reevaluate what it is that I'm doing, where I'm doing what I'm doing. And if this is the best place and situation for me, is it too toxic Right. Is it too is it too much? Because I can't even get I can't get no peace. Like I I, I woke up happy and then I was on the road to work and immediately my morale started to go down as I got closer. (laughs) to the Anxiety start building. And the only thing I can think about like in my shoulders is. Yeah. Yeah. Then it might be some. Yeah. So, again, self-care is. It's what you it's what you need. I think also, you know, when you think of self-care, um, a goal of self-care could also be like a reward for yourself mm. or for your genuine efforts. Now, again, we talked about, you know, um, you know, rewarding yourself too much, you know, mm. in the store. But like you said, a mom that has killed it all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, took care of the kids, cooked the meal, organized the house, got the husband in and out of the house and fed and happy mm-hmm. and put it down, mm-hmm. you know, to, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. so he can be good when he go to work. Like a wife who has done that all day, if the time that she gets is at the end of the evening, she gets that hour bath, she gets to do those things, mm-hmm. then that is that is a reward. And that is, um, I think that is just a small part of of self-care like that is every day that is re retreating and refueling yeah i think it is okay to retreat and refuel um if your regular everyday routine is is taxing but not um anxiety causing yeah i like that yeah i I think yeah i like that um i think i want to just encourage some moms if there's anything that you think about or moms or and just wives in general that is outside of the box self-care that you do for yourself because I feel like it could be anything that that just gives you a little bit of happiness a little bit of joy um something that's a little bit different like for me for a long time it was going to the bookstore oh okay like I I I have always been like an avid reader mm-hmm. big on book like I love the smell of books I mm. love to be it, it like I, I get a high from just being around like all of this knowledge is in one spot. Like, uh, you yeah. know, there's endless possibilities of stories and I love a great story. Like 
I feel like there's this huge satisfaction of reading a really good book and finishing that book like that there's this and I think readers understand that like whenever you're reading a good book and you finish that it's just like there's like this satisfaction like man that was good you know the readers who know know and the readers who don't know (laughs) right 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 so I feel like if there's anything outside the box that you want to share with us that is your outside the box you know self-care let us know and uh we'll be sure to share it uh as we get that information Yeah. So, okay. So you talked about reading a book and how that is kind of your, that self-care for you because to smell the book, to, you know, um, Mm -hmm. finish the book, like what else are things that you do for self-care? Well, that's it. I mean, like, okay, so there's that, but it's not just reading the book and smelling the book. It's being in in a reading environment, right? So like if I am at a Barnes and Noble, for example, I'm at Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble. There's all the books around me. I can get a coffee and a little slice of cake. You know, I can kind of veg, read my book and just kind of like be immersed in that atmosphere or libraries that do that. We have a really nice library um, in the city next door to us that has a really lovely library. They've got the coffee shop there and I can kind of be in that space, go into a coffee shop with a good book. It's all about mm-hmm. a, a book, a book and a coffee. <laughs> a book and a coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> just that whole combination is just like, woo You know what I mean? I, yeah. can, I get to, a part of it is getting to escape into a story that's not my life, right? I get a chance to like mm-hmm. not be a part of whatever craziness is happening right now. And I just get to escape into this book and get involved with this story um, that takes me okay. mentally out of here, which I love. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's one thing. I I am a bath girl. I do enjoy a good bath. Like, to me, that's something to really look forward to. Also, um, a really, really good massage. I've been toying with the idea of doing a monthly massage and just choosing like one day a month to do um, to do a self-care day. Like and then make that something to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. okay. every third Thursday or something like that. Every third Thursday, I'm going to go. I'm going to, you know, get up early. I'm going to... Um, get up, hit the coffee shop, read me a couple chapters, then I'm a dash over, give me a facial and a massage, you know, get mm-hmm. real down real good. Okay. And, and you know, kind of cap that off with a hotel stay somewhere away from my husband and my baby. Okay. And get a good bubble bath and then sleep to my heart's contentment. And just do that once a month. That is my dream. I don't know if I'm ever going to... Self-care dream. That's your self-care dream. That's my self-care dream, to do that once a month. If I could do that once a month, I feel like I would be like the the like, like the girl on fire. Oh, like this yeah. girl is on fire. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay, like so that. that's what you need to completely retreat and rejuvenate. I think so. I think I would love it. I think it would just minister to my whole soul. Um, and okay, it would be that's, great. A, that's okay. That's that's your self care extreme, right? It that's, is. It is. Right. So what's okay. yours? I mean, okay. So my self care extreme would be a a whole day. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like yours mm-hmm. is like a you know overnight stay, a whole day of um you know hitting complete silence. And I say complete silence because I would be by myself because when I'm not by myself, there's 
chaos in my mm-hmm. uh, family. You know, I got a six-year-old. Who crazy? Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it would be something like that. It would be isolation. It would be, you know, time to myself. It would be sleeping and waking whenever I want. Um, mm-hmm. it, it might include something, you know, like a facial or a massage. It doesn't have to. Um, a hotel room. I, I remember um, one Valentine's, I mean, Mother's Day, I asked Stephen to, you know, uh, rent me a hotel room. Mm-hmm. I just wanted 24 hours. And that was probably one of the nicest self-cares that I had because I was mm-hmm. literally like, out of the loop. They didn't call me. They ain't asked for nothing. I called them and told them good night. And mm-hmm. then, and I only talked to Steven. I didn't talk to the kids because I didn't want to hear it. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was like, that was, that was real. That was, you know, kind of the extreme. I haven't done that since. That was probably like two or three years ago. But I think about it often. Go <laughs> <laughs> back to dream about it. Like, oh, that was a great right. day. And it's, isn't it funny that sometimes self care, um, is without your spouse, but they want it to be with your spouse. They want you to do it with them. They're like, I don't understand. Let's that. go. Let's go. Ooh. This, that, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't want you around. I, don't want, I just want to, <laughs> just want to be away from you. Just sir. would like to be alone, please. <laughs> I don't, <know. laughs> I don't understand. I don't know if men feel that way. Like, um, my mother-in-law had been visiting us uh, from out of town, and my husband keeps wanting to do stuff with me, and I'm like, the mother-in-law is here so that I can. I just whatever I can whatever. <laughs> I think he's like, this is our opportunity to like do dates and stuff like this. So I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But I'm just like, don't you want to go do something by yourself? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right don't you want to self-care be, yourself wouldn't that be great <laughs> to self-care you like go yeah. self-care you self go, selfish go, go be go, go be self-caring <laughs> i just don't i don't want leave me alone leave, leave me alone go away leave me alone yeah i think you know and that's another thing like sometimes it, it might be hard for spouses to understand self-care mm. right for them to understand that you know, uh, I want to do this without you. Um, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not necessarily because of you, but this is what I need, you know? And sometimes there's some yeah. guilt, there's some guilt that can surface behind self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, they think it's us care, but I think also, <laughs> I think also there is a huge about a bit of guilt that is associated with self-care, Whenever you decide to like, I'm doing this just for me, especially when you got kids. I think yeah. when it's just, you know, when it's just you and the spouse, you're just like, bro, I need some time away from you. But I think when it's like, oh, no, my babies, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. I feel like there's mm-hmm. this added um, pressure to to just press through when really what you need is like a whole little break. <clears throat> and I think that moms tend to feel a little bit guilty, like, dang, I feel bad that, like, I feel bad that I don't want them right now. Right. You right. know what I mean? I feel yeah. bad that I don't, that I'm like, I'm not pining after them right now because I'm their mother and they came from me and I should, you know, I, I should love them. So like, not that you don't love your kids because you do. Mm-hmm. It's just that in order to love them well, you mm-hmm. have to take care of yourself. And I think if yeah. we shift our thought process, that will will be 
a lot better when it comes to taking that time into doing whatever is needed to get that self-care, you know? Right. Like um, the old saying that you can't pour from an empty cup. There it is. Right. So if you don't refuel and rejuvenate yourself and, and do some things to, to get you back to a hundred, like how can you love on your kids? How can you love on your man? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it is, it is necessary. And I, I know for me with self-care, sometimes I'm thinking like, what else can I be doing? Like, am I really going to get a pedicure when I don't have a plan for dinner? Like, am oh, I really, <laughs> am I really yeah. going to, you know, run to the store? Am I really mm. going to, you know, run to the store? And for me, like spending an extra 30 minutes just walking the aisles of Kroger yep. feels a little bit like self-care. It is. So, <laughs> it is. Yes. And so it's like, okay, they at home uh, hungry or they're, my my husband is at home with both the kids and my daughter's probably driving him crazy. And I'm really just going to spend a couple of more hours, uh, a couple of more minutes walking through TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might, like, you might so, I mean, I think, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. The guilt, I'm, and that's the thing, just the guilt behind self-care sometimes is, yeah, will, will make you not do it, right? But you know where that comes from, though. That comes really from um, how we raise as kids, right? It's like you got to do your chores before you can go outside and play. And I think what we're doing is we're equating self care to going outside to play, right? Oh, so you said something. You said something right yeah, there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's I think it's that. It's like okay, I have all these things to do that are my chores, quote unquote, right? right? These are my chores that I have to get done or else I can't uh, self-care, right? Or quote unquote, go out to play. And yes. so I, I have to do all of these things before I earn it. But the problem is that that list is never ending and we can't see self-care like going out to play. We have to see it as a necessity. Your your self-care needs to be on your chore list if that's how right. you have to see it. You get what I'm saying? You right. need to make it number five on the list. It's 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 uh do the do, do the laundry, do the dishes, uh do the grocery shopping, run the errands, uh, go get a massage, right? Like it yes. has to be somewhere in there as a necessity, and we have to shift our thought process around it so that we could actually get to it. It is, yeah, it is important. It is important. And a lot of people, you know, um, are worried about like the cost of self-care, whether mm. it be, you know, the actual dollar value that is put on self-care or the cost mm. of the loss of time and opportunity to do those chores. Sure. Um, but I mean, what does it cost you not to do self-care? Like, what does it cost you not to go to the gym or what does it cost you not to spend that hour of time by yourself? Like if if you don't ever retreat are you yeah. gonna lose it <laughs> you know are you going to be impatient you yeah. know what is the cost of of not doing those things to you know rejuvenate yourself or reward yourself for your efforts I really love that you asked that question because here's the thing like if you're if you're what is the cost that is the biggest question that every woman needs to ask herself if I don't do this then I will fill in the blank um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and is that, is that 
fill in the blank that we really need to take care of. And we need to take extra special care whenever we have circumstances and situations that heighten our levels of stress, that heighten our levels of anxiety, that heighten our levels of responsibility, because then our threshold for getting, for for handling things is a lot shorter. Um, You can't, like, for example, when you're a new mom, when you're a new mom, your stress level is going to be higher for several different reasons, right? One, you just got a whole human responsibility. Two, brand new, new, uh, no instructions, and you got to figure it out. Two, your your body is going through crazy, ridiculous hormonal shifts, changes, and all kinds of things that you now have to figure out how to handle. Three, you're healing, right? So there's yeah. all these different factors. Four, you're sleep deprived, right? Yes. Um, so all there's of the all of these things that are happening all at once. Um, and then you know, five is whatever whatever special circumstances unique to you, right? For some people. It's, you know, we're alone. We don't have anyone here with us. Um, For some people, it's, you know, I'm a control freak and I don't know how to let go of control, but I have all these other things going on. So whenever you're entering into a extra special uh, stressful situation, you need to take extra special care. And I think it's all about being focused and doing that. And it's the same thing with, you know, you just took on a new job and you got to learn the new job, right? And you got to figure out how to balance the life you've had on top of your new responsibilities and everything else that you have to do. So I think that we have to really balance our level of self-care with the level of responsibility and any special situations that we have going on in our life and make that balance. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think when you talk about balance, that's a good thing. So I would say um, the biggest the biggest thing here is with the balance is create a ratio. Like if you have mm. five for every five tasks completed mm. successfully, I don't know. You have to see what it is in your life. For every five tasks completed successfully, you you know spend an hour doing this. You know, mm-hmm. you have to create that balance and a ratio that makes you feel like feel good. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's really the question is, you know, how do you start? Mm. How do you start and tap into, you know, what self-care needs to be for you? Because at this point, we've decided it's a necessity. Yeah. You know, it's something you have to do to make sure that you are ready for the day, the week, the month, the year. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that you tap into yourself and give yourself the things that you need to be energized and ready. And I say that, you know, there's, you know, small things. Uh, mm-hmm. like Kendra, like you said, small things you can do daily. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mm-hmm. the bubble bath, you know, mm-hmm. um, figuring out what rejuvenates you. The small thing that rejuvenates you on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. that you're ready for tomorrow, whether it's the bubble bath at night, whether it's a glass of wine sitting outside and mm-hmm. in the fresh air, whether it's a morning jog yeah. or a midday workout. Mm-hmm. What is the, the small daily things that you can do? Um, reading a chapter before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Small daily things you can do. Yeah. To rejuvenate. I- I love the people that are so balanced, like, um, you know, folks that are just and these are like, honestly, I feel like it's um, there are folks that are that are really successful that do these things. Right. The people that wake up early and they have quiet time. Right. They get up 
and whatever that looks like for you. If you're a believer, maybe that's Bible reading and prayer and quiet time with the Lord. If you're not, maybe it's just mindfulness and meditation and, um, you know, and then journaling in the morning just to kind of like get your thoughts together or organizing your plan for the day so that you have some peace about what am I doing today? Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, taking that time, there's some people who take that time in the morning and then they take time at the evening, right? They do something like a daily recap. Okay. Here are the things that I was able to achieve. Here are the things that I need to do tomorrow. Um, and then, and then now I'm about to like wind down with my magazine or my book or, whatever to just sort of uh get myself relaxed wound down mm-hmm. ready for bed and able to do it the next day um yeah. whatever it is that you decide to do um just be be consistent with it challenge yourself to be consistent with taking care of yourself and i promise you you'll be more productive you'll be a happier person you'll be um You'll be more balanced in terms of your ability to juggle the myriad of tasks that you have to do every single day. Um, so hopefully we've given you some tips. And and again, self-care can be whatever you decide it is. It doesn't have to be what everybody traditionally does. It doesn't have to be mani-pedis. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, massages. It doesn't have to be uh, a day at the spa listening to weirdo music that makes you feel kind of funny on the inside. You don't have to be that. It can be... You know, it could be uh, baking a cake, you know, it could be uh, there's something about kneading the dough or, you know, that makes you feel like you're getting a release. It could be taking a walk at the park underneath the trees, you know, it could be anything that makes you feel like, man, I am I am rejuvenating. I am feeling refreshed and I am I am getting something that I need for myself so that I can begin to refill my cup. Yeah. And I think that you should. um you know, it's something that you should do on a small level daily. Um, I think that there are things you can do kind of on a medium level, maybe something you do for yourself monthly or quarterly, whether it is that massage or whether it is that um, overnight stay by yourself. Or, you know, if you like to go to a concert, maybe once a month, find something or once a quarter, find a really nice concert, a jazz concert, something in the park or or if it's a loud head banging concert, whatever you need monthly. And then annually on a big scale to say, mm. you know what, reflect on the year. Year, reflect on the accomplishments, reflect on the, the the things that you've had to overcome and annually plan to do something for yourself. It mm-hmm. could be a trip with your husband. It could be just a couple's trip and you guys, and, but you get an opportunity to go off and do a massage and do something by yourself while your husband plays golf or goes to the cigar bar or whatever. But there should be something that you do for yourself in mm-hmm. reflection or retrospect of the year that you have. So the small things, the medium things, and then something big annually, you know, to just, just take care of you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Misha, let's skip on over here to the Kiki spot because it's some things that we need to be talking about. We need sure. to be kicking about. Yes. Um, and I think the first thing is what I, I want to jump into because everybody been talking about it and we just got to because we should. <sighs> Okay. We should. Um, okay. I'm going to just ask this question because y'all already know what it is. How far is too far to go for your marriage? I mean, like, for example, would you slap someone on national TV to spare their honor? I'm just wondering, like, well, how far is too far to go 
for your marriage. Mm. Um, Misha, you, I mean, would you, I mean, I feel like you might slap somebody. I feel like, I feel like Misha, Listen. I feel like you got it on the inside of you, you know, to haul off. I definitely have a haul off <laughs> that stays, you know, smoking. It ain't right. lit. You know, the fire is not burning, but there is smoke. So it's definitely a haul off in my spirit. Right. Um, but would I just completely negate the the space that I'm in, mm. the person that is directed to, mm. and the consequences mm-hmm. of it? I mean, I guess when you're emotionally charged, you're not thinking about all of those things. Sure, sure. You know, um, but I mean, if you got a haul off, if you just a regular haul off type person, <laughs> then I guess you really don't care about the mm-hmm. repercussions of the haul off. Um, yeah. And at my place in life, what the haul off is not going to is not going to cause me as many losses as it would cause somebody in, mm-hmm. you know, a higher position who's doing it on a stage. Yeah. Or something like that. Right, you know, just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm definitely in for a haul. I'm definitely about a haul off everyone. You know, if it's necessary, yeah, I'm gonna haul off and smack yeah. you upside your face, in your head. I- and, yes, <laughs> I got a haul off it spirit. It's yes, I do. All up in your uppers. Okay, yes, I see. Yes. I see. <laughs> I I don't know. I think that I think that I think that yeah, there is there is definitely a point of going too far. Um, and I think that. It's about framing, right? Is it okay. really for my marriage or is it really for my own ego purposes? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. I think that there is that. Like, what happened in the situation? Am I being disrespected? Is he being disrespected? And then, like, is the haul off necessary? Like, I am not a fight by any means necessary kind of person. I am a fight when it's necessary kind of person like I'm absolutely reluctant until like I have no options like if I'm in a physical altercation like that there was nothing else that could have been done like it had to go down so I'm that I'm that person so would I I don't know that I necessarily feel that there's ever because here's my thought process I'm grown as hell I'm just saying I'm not about to go to jail and spend the rest of my days with a record that has tarnished me, right. that hinders opportunities for me going forward. Um, now, while there's more opportunities because a gig economy makes it available to us, right, that we can right. get out there and you can do, I can work for myself or whatever, but it's still your reputation. You know what I'm saying? Um, that I mar my, my, my reputation for what at the end of the day? Like, because I got mad, because I didn't like something someone said, because, um, I mean, what actually happened? Because in the instance, I mean, we we, we low-key talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock, low-key, right? Right, right. And I just feel that when I look at everything and I think about it, like, it wasn't that deep. Like, I feel like the joke wasn't even that hard. It wasn't. And so there were some other things that had to be going on, of course. Um and I really, I've been reluctant to even act like it happened. And it's so funny because it looks like everybody in the world for a while was like, like, especially in, and, and here's the thing that I've noticed. The black community has been very quiet about it. There's been some, a mm-hmm. couple of conversations um, with vloggers and things like that. But like the professional black community 
has really oh, not Hollywood. You talking about? Yes, have because I'm mean, like, it's, it's plenty. It's plenty of professionals talking about it. Hollywood ain't talking about it. Hollywood not talking about it. Black Hollywood is not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the places where you would want, you would think you would want to hear from people, they're not talking about it. And I think there's a reason for that. I think that there is a a no that has happened. Like people know some things. Um, but I'll, I'll give it to you from this perspective. I listened mm-hmm. to a vlogger because that's really where all the conversation is happening. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, women, we should sit this conversation out and really listen to the men's response for this happening. So you can kind of see where your man or where the men around you, where their stance on this mm. type of um, elevated um, protection. And so I was like, mm. you know what? It really is. It's not my conversation because I'm not going to, if my husband haul off, if mm. uh, I'm not going to correct him, defending my honor, I'm not going to say, uh, you went too far. Like who, what, what woman would do that? And then if he doesn't, um, mm-hmm. take an extreme of that measure, but quietly has a conversation or something like that in the background, Mm-hmm. As long as my honor is defended, as long as he comes to my aid, as long as I feel protected, mm-hmm. I'm having no conversation with my husband about mm-hmm. it, except for a thank you or I appreciate you or I see you representing for me and my family. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to tell him how he should defend my honor in that situation. Now, there's other situations where, you know, some things could get out of hand or it could get physical where you mm-hmm. expect your man to, you know, step up. And, and mm-hmm. do more than a haul off, but something like you know what's going on with my hair and maybe me feeling embarrassed or uncomfortable, I'm not going to dictate his haul off. Mm-hmm. I... And so I did. I really was, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. ask my husband about it. I asked him if he saw it. He did, and then I just, I just, you know, waited to see his reaction and his response. So what did he say? I mean, what did he do? I mean, what is what was his thoughts? He said, I thought he said he thought it was from first glance he thought it was something that was planned he said um but then when he heard will smith screaming saying keep my wife's name out of your mouth um he said man i felt some pain in there like um he's really tired of people talking about his wife and this is somebody that he honors and reveres and it's more than disrespect there's pain in it and so he feels a pain for his wife and what she's gone through and he was like Man, that's that's when it goes down like that, when you got all of that in your voice, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. I mean, but he had laughed initially, so he couldn't have felt that at first. I just feel like what happened? He laughed and then it just sunk in like, <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I don't understand. He laughed and then he looked at his wife and I saw his that. wife's pain. I, I get that. I get that. I, I just I feel like her face wasn't wasn't that deep either. I feel like whatever she was communicating wasn't that deep. I feel like she was like, oh, whatever. I feel like it was more of a passive, you know, mm, OK, type of thing. Like, I don't I just. What would did Dio have a response? What was your husband's reaction? I he agreed with me. I mean, we we kind of had a similar thought process on like it wasn't really necessary. Like the in the sense of, you know, you can't men or women, like you can't ever you can't ever let your emotions override your judgment. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Definitely an emotional haul off. 
it was definitely emotional. And I think the thing is that you can't ever let yourself get out of control because it could have looked so many different ways. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It just Mm -hmm. so happened that, that Chris Rock took the high road and he didn't do anything else, but you know, he could have pressed charges. He still could press charges, you know, um, he could have pressed charges. And then what, then you got, then you got, um, uh, America's hero, the, 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 the black American hero, if you will, um, who is now a, a, a criminal, you know, he's mugshotted, he's hauled in by the police, you know, he's jailed, you know what I'm saying? And now he is entangled with a legal battle. And so I just feel that it's, it's, what does that one moment cost you? Because how many people would be allowed to do something like this? How many people would be allowed yeah. to just storm the stage and haul off? You get what I'm saying? But because he is who he is, you know what I'm saying? What if he was not Will Smith at the front row? What if he was just some dude who got bomb tickets to the Oscar? I mean, obviously that probably wouldn't happen, but I'm just saying in an alternate universe, bomb tickets at the Oscar. And it just so happened that you're the, the you're the guy on the front row with the woman with the bald head, right? And because to do this you get picked for the 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 punchline yeah well comedians go off on onlookers all the time and all the time yeah and so it definitely is you know something that probably happens at every single comedy show by good and bad comedians but again you know i kind of have to you know side with my husband and say okay what else was going on it is definitely more that's going on um it was an extreme um but response. It, it, it doesn't extreme. matter what else was is it, going on. I mean, yeah, was it necessary? To, to, no. Should it have happened? No. Um, is it understandable? Not really. But who that's my can, thing. Who can make who can make sense of emotional decisions though? Nobody. No can one make can. Sense of no one can. Decisions. That's the whole point. The whole point is that. And I always say this. I always say your emotions will lie to you, right? Your emotions mm-hmm. are gonna are 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 gonna always lead you in the wrong direction for the most part. You know what I'm saying? If you do what you feel all the time, you will never get to the places um, that you really should be in, right? If you decide not to exercise because you are tired, you are never going to get fit, right? If you decide to eat whatever you want to because it feels good right? Emotionally, you're going to be fat as hell. I'm just saying. So I'm just, so if you, you know, if you go around hitting people just because you can't contain your anger and you're mad at the world, you will end up in jail with a rap sheet with limited opportunities in front of you. You get what I'm saying? It's just that we can't just do whatever we feel because we're emotionally charged because somebody made you mad because somebody said something you didn't like. And now you out here just putting your hands, walking around, slapping people. This is not, this is not a comedy skit. Like this is real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was thinking about that, um, that 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 little skit that was online of, of this guy who does this slap. He 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 slaps and he takes somebody's girl. I don't know. It's it's silly. Um, mm-hmm. but the point of the matter is that you can't just go around doing that. I don't care if you're Will Smith. I think the fact that you are. I mean, with great. Um, what is it with 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 great something reward, word with great, great responsibility? There is great with, responsibility. Yeah. You mm-hmm. are who you are, 
And because you are who you are, you have a great responsibility to maintain your composure. You have a great responsibility to have your emotions in check. You have a great responsibility to honor the uh, the position that you've been given in life, right? People mm-hmm. look up to you. Children look up to you. And, and you decided to just squander all that in a moment of emotional weakness. Because what? Because you're human? I don't want to hear that. You're a grown man. Stop it. I um I agree with it all, um, but uh, like I said, like for me, I I didn't feel no kind of way about it. I don't know these people. They don't. Know <laughs> and I, They're not gonna. Like, I wasn't even no watching. The, I wasn't even watching the Oscars. I no, mean, we it, were. We were doing our thing. And so we weren't watching but, the Oscars. It was the next day that I saw any of it. And actually, someone had to tell me, like, "Hey, did you see the slap?" Before I went and looked for it online. Yeah. And so I was just like, I, so I really don't, I have just whatever, you know, it really is a situation that I don't even, I didn't even really talk about with anybody or cause I didn't, I don't know. I just don't have any real feelings towards it. Um, I definitely, I mean, we, everybody knows these things. Violence is not the answer. Um, you know, was it worth it? Was it not? I mean, Yes, there's going to be consequences. No violence, you know, violence is not the answer. Um, he was emotional and everybody has made huge mistakes when they're emotional. You know, everybody, who knows what was going on. There's so many things and none of those things we know. All I know is he made an emotional decision and he got to mm-hmm. pay the consequences, whatever they are. I really don't care. I honestly believe that Hollywood and the world is going to forgive Will Smith, even if he gets arrested and and has to do community service or whatever. He's going to be forgiven. There's going to be amazing things that come out of it for him, even if he gets a, all of a sudden now he's the the bad boy or whatever. It's mm. not. I mean, he's he's good with or without another movie. All hmm. of these movies they talk about putting on hold and canceling and all kinds of stuff like that. The man is good and he's fine. The only thing he really has to care about is his future with his children's future. Mm. So we'll so, see. You, you don't know. think you don't think Hollywood's gonna cancel him? I don't think so. If he canceled, it's just gonna be for the rest of the year. And then his the, the movies that people have poured 20, 50, 100 million dollars in are going to come out. They're gonna come out. <laughs> like okay. Bad Boy 2 or 3 or whatever which one is working on it's going to come out the movies that were on Netflix is going to come out more people probably watched King Richard in the last 5 days than mm. they did before because you know what I wonder I so now I'm I, like I wonder you know cuz there's the there's the there's what outside people see of Hollywood and then there's like the inner Hollywood right where they all mm-hmm. understand kind of like the friends group that you don't really know what's going on on the inside. I think that I wonder is Chris Rock really hated? Like, I don't know. George Washington, uh, George Wallace, George Wallace, the comedian was like, I hope that he presses charges against Will because yeah, he I mean, really that's... broke the code for comedians, you know, in the space. You know what I mean? No, people are, he was like, I love Will Smith, but I really hope Chris Rock presses charges. <laughs> because right, because really they wanted to be consequences about retaliating against comedians. And the nature of a comedian is to, you know, tell one-offs. And so, you know, you don't want that kind of thing to be, you don't want it to be okay. You don't want nobody else to think that they can approach the stage and pull exactly. a Will Smith. Exactly. Exa- and now that's what it's going to be called, pulling a Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Here we go. Well, let's move on because we can do that one all day. Um, <laughs> we can do that one all day. We, we could. Can, we we can. could. I want to talk about some self. We talked about self care, right? That's that's yeah. kind of what you know this month is about, and how we kicked it off. Like, what is it? How does it look to you? How do you discover it? You know, those kinds of things. I want to talk about celebrities and some extreme self care. Or first off, can there be extreme self care? Is there such thing? Is extreme, extreme self care? Self- if it is, I want to play that sport. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I want to sign me up for extreme self-care. <laughs> Episode okay. season one. Right. Okay. So Celine Dion has a $2 million humidifier. I just, that's just one of them. Oh, that's just, just a 2 million. Wait a minute. The one that's Are in you her sure bedroom. 2 million and not 2000. No. And the one that's in her bedroom is $2 million. That's the I wonder. It's got to be something super. Do it make her sing better? Is it is it humidifying the vocal cords? Is it like it's gonna well, make it, her hit the hoo hoo? Is it gonna make her be able to go on and on? I just want to know. <laughs> Not hit the hoo hoo. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> something. Two million dollars. I can't. I, that's. Can, she could have gave me two million dollars and I would have invested it and flipped it and did something Girl. fantastic. I just I might have paid my student debt. Like we could have worked out that two million. I wonder if it moves with her. Like as she moves around her bedroom, does it follow her so that <laughs> you know every move she makes, she is getting the humidified the, air. Yes, yes. <laughs> like what what makes it two million dollars and the one what? that I got from CVS for thirty nine ninety nine? Like what just is saying. the difference? What does it do? I mean, does it it, it ensures humidity? I bet you, I bet you, she can touch it, and it tells her how 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 hydrated her body is. <laughs> it must yeah. it must tell her like you are. It stand here and breathe five puffs, and you, you will be ninety five percent hydrated. It must do something like that. Like I I can't does imagine it, it. Analyze your throat. Does it have a <laughs> <laughs> throat analyzer? You will now it, be able to hit fifty five hoo hoos if you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please be cautious on that 56 hoo-hoo that you might be. <laughs> See, this is what I love about the Kiki spot because we was real, real professional and real down the real podcasts with the first self-care, but now we're right. talking about the real, real. The like, real, real. what is going on with a oh $2 my million dollar humidifier? This, I don't the, know, but... Please have caution with your 26 hoo-hoo because it might be a hoo-ha instead of a hoo-hoo. It's hoo Okay, so let's look at Emily and Celine alone. We like, we like Celine Dion. We love we appreciate, her. We love her. But what about uh, Kim Kardashian and a, and a $750,000 golden toilet, though? The Toilet? I mean, do it. Is it do it heat? Is it, is it do it? Do it massage your booty to help you go number two easier? I'm is just. It, does it include a booty <laughs> massager? Does it, it? Does it? Uh, does it blow hot air on your booty patoots to make it feel nice and? <sighs> does it right? Does it control the? Does it control the smell? Oh, does it? Suck, yeah, suck the stink out. Is it soundproof? It got it. It got so a you vacuum get, in it. So can you be on a Zoom meeting and because it controls the volume of whatever is in the toilet, <laughs> nobody knows that you own the toilet while you're in the Zoom meeting. Is that what it does? Does it control the... It has a soft plop. It ain't... 
your soft pop toilet has arrived. You can drop major turds and it just goes right. But no, ain't no poop. And the and the pee stream sounds like a waterfall instead of just or maybe it's no sound at all. It just maybe it's no pee. It's silent because it, it has a literally... gel coating, and when you pee down on it, it just it 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 just makes it run off, so it don't make does, no noise. I don't. Does know. it have a hand that comes and massages your belly, so when you go on, it just <laughs> it helps it. Out. <laughs> to empty <laughs> empty <laughs> the small intestine down, just get it all out, so you can have a very productive <laughs> plop. Number two, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or massage your lower back when you really need it. Yes, just so come out. Mm-hmm, I need mm, it. Had a little, right like, like when you're in the nail a salon. Hand. Can, I have a, can I have a warm baby hand? Right. Real can it be a back? 92 degrees and a, <laughs> and a, uh, and a not a, a baby hand, a, a nine-year-old's hand yeah, to massage? Not too little. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, that is hilarious. I, I, I don't so know. Efficient. I don't know. I think that people are just, this is it. It's. Anything is only worth what people are willing to pay for it. I mean, do you ever see the paintings that people get and you're just like, seriously? It's got a blob on it. It's a, it looks like I saw, oh my God, hilarious. I saw this, um, this woman painting with her whole body on, I don't know if it was a TikTok or if it was a real or what it was, Mm -hmm. but this chick paints naked and basically she just throws paint on this canvas (sighs) And she just rolls around on this thing. And it looks so <laughs> it looks you so funny. And she's doing it so methodically. She's like, and I'm laying my forearm down into the paint. She's not saying anything. Girl. She's just <sighs> doing it with some classical music playing. And then she like throws, rubs her arm across the canvas. And then she goes and sticks her elbow in another color and just like rubs it around. And I'm like, what have, what have I just watched? <laughs> and how much did it cost? What it, have I just watched? And that's like, probably a $10,000 experience. It's, so many for... people are like, I'm in the wrong profession, obviously. Obviously. Right. Obviously. Right. What about, okay, Lady Gaga has a $50,000 ghost detector. I, I'm not even, I don't even want to talk about that it. She I'm just travels mad. with. And she hires ghost detectors to clear every venue in every room that she performs in or stays in when she travels. Fifty thousand dollar. Um, real talk. I think for her, that that's self care. That Lady Gaga is hilarious, and I'm laughing at her on the inside. I really am. Yeah. I just, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. We've got to listen. At the end of the day, people, we definitely want you to make sure that you are doing the things that you need to do in order to get the self-care that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you need a $250,000 toilet or a $2 million humidifier, but definitely it's important, especially ladies, that we, in order to do our part to get till death, do you part that you are your best self. You cannot pour, as Misha said, from an empty cup. That is all we have for y'all today because we got to go. Um, But in the meantime, I want you to definitely do your part to keep on loving yourself and loving that man. Yes, ma'am. We will see y'all on the next episode. Peace. Peace.